0: back to sit down be humble my name is hannah humble and i'm the host of this podcast and i am so glad that you guys are listening if you guys have never been here before my name is hannah and i like to have fun this is a podcast where you belong no matter your background beliefs um who you are where you come from you belong and you're welcome here you have a place you have a friend in me if i don't know you i would love to get to know you reach out to me um text me, DM me, anything. Um, I would love to know people personally. So if I don't know you, please reach out. If you guys have been here before, I love you so much. And just thank you for trusting me with your time and, you know, just taking your time out of your day to come and listen to me, even though the stuff I say kind of can be a little crazy sometimes, but I'm so excited. With that being said, I'm so sorry that it's been so long since I've done one. When I tell y'all I've had like the busiest two weeks ever, I've been going nonstop, but it is so much fun. I'm actually filming this on a Tuesday night and it's 9.32 and I was like, I don't know when I'm going to have time this week to film one. So here I am filming one now. Y'all will never believe what I just got done doing. Well, actually, it's really not the hard to believe because I don't know, but So basically, I told y'all this in a few episodes ago, and Survivor, if you guys have ever seen that, that's my favorite show, like, ever. I love Survivor. I'm obsessed with it. I love everything about it, Um, and it's been, like, my dream to be on it, but Bowling Green basically had, like, a casting call, and I went to it, so I auditioned for Survivor, and it was so much fun and so funny, like... There's just the fact that I did that, I just, like, think that's hilarious, and I wish there was, like, more people my age that were there, because I would have made it into, like, an actual joke, because let's be honest, the likeliness of me being on there is very slim, but if it happens, then I hope all y'all go and watch, because you already know I'd be taking, like, a whole gap semester just to be on that show. Sorry, I'm getting text message, um... Also, if you hear like a snoring sound, my cat is literally asleep and is like kind of snoring right now, so I don't know if you, it'll pick up on it or not. Um, So I'm just so glad you guys are here, and you guys are loved, and I'm so excited for today's topic. As you guys can see in the title, we're talking about confidence, which is one of the most asked things to talk about, most requested topics um, to discuss, because this is something that I think every single person is going to struggle with, no matter if they want to, you know admit that they do or not. It goes with boys and girls. Like, no matter who you are, I think confidence is something that is gonna be, you know, sometimes it's gonna be really good and sometimes it's gonna be really low when you're questioning who you are and your self-worth and all this crazy stuff. But I'm so excited to get into this topic because although it's kind of deep, like, it's something that we need to hear and something that I feel really passionate about because, I have so much to say about it. So without further ado, let's get started. Y'all, there is so much to talk about with confidence because it can be about yourself. It can be about um, the way you view yourself. It's kind of funny because in psychology right now, we're talking about self-esteem and self-concept and just the way you perceive yourself and the reasons why you look at yourself a certain way. And um, I just, I think it's so crazy how the brain works, but there is so much to talk about with confidence. And I'm just going to get started with a quote that I heard a really long time ago. And I tell myself this anytime I feel anxious about where I'm going or if I'm like, what are these people going to think about me? And we're starting off big because I want this to be in your mind for the rest of your life. I mean, that sounds a bit dramatic, but like I have not I have not stopped thinking about this quote since I heard it and it's been years. Okay, I'm going to say it. Drum roll, please. Okay. Walk into every room as if God sent you there. I'm going to say it again. Walk into every room as if God sent you there. And this is for every single person. This is not for, oh my gosh, I'm listening and I'm, this is not for me because God doesn't know the things I've done. God doesn't know who I am or the way I think. This is so false because this is who God calls you to be. And, um, I mentioned this quote in one, I think it may have been like my first podcast, honestly, because it is something that I live by every day. And it's so weird to like, I mean, I'm gonna compare it to like Survivor, but when I was in the casting call or whatever, I was walking to the bathroom and I had that quote in my mind. So I would, like raised my shoulder because I have such bad posture. Guys, my neck is so bad and I have migraines all the time. I feel like a lot of it could be posture, but I don't know. But I like put my chest up and like I walked with such like, I was like, guys, I'm literally shooting for Survivor. Like these people probably think I'm so cool. They definitely didn't because they're literally there to do the same thing. But I was like, I'm walking into this as if God just sent me to do this. Like, because imagine, I don't know, just like imagine every situation as if, God sent you there and I'm going to use some examples. A classroom. If you don't know anyone um, around you, maybe God's there to, you know, show you the right people to talk to or you're in a work environment and you're like, I don't want to go because these people are either A, being mean to me, B, I don't know anyone, C, I feel uncomfortable, or D, you just like don't want to be there for whatever reason. Walk into whatever you're doing as if God sent you there because He's not surprised about the places you are, the people you're talking to, the places you're going to go in the future. God's not surprised. So you need to walk with full confidence in knowing that he sent you there for a reason, no matter if you believe it or not. It does not matter if you believe it. But the more that you speak it to existence and the more that you think about it, the easier it's going to be for you to naturally walk in that confidence, just knowing that you're supposed to be there. And, you know, maybe it's not a place you're necessarily supposed to be, just think about that and show Jesus because you are who he says you are. And I'm going to talk about that later because that's kind of the biggest reason why we're called to walk in confidence sorry, I'm drinking my sweet tea. If you guys don't know me, I mean, I feel like this is kind of an obvious thing, but, um, I am, have like a sweet tea obsession and I was talking to someone about this. I can't remember who, but I was talking about how I like literally have a caffeine addiction and my very first time having a caffeine withdrawal, I remember it so specifically. Sorry, I'm getting so off topic, but I was at cheer practice in like seventh grade. Okay. And I got the worst headache ever, but I was fasting Cokes. So like I say Cokes. People always talk about like Coca-Cola. No. Like Cokes isn't like Dr. Pepper Sprite. Like any soft drink, I guess. Um, so I was fasting Coke, so I couldn't have that. But I drank sweet tea every day. And so I called my mom. I'm like, I don't know why I have a bad headache. And it was literally because I had to withdraw sweet tea. Not like literally not a makeup story. Um, I have still have a caffeine addiction, but it's not like super bad because I actually don't like coffee very much. Sorry, I'm literally going on a tangent. That makes no sense. Um, bear with me because this is just a little story and I'm getting back to confidence, but I really don't know what caffeine addiction... Oh, because I am drinking sweet tea. Um, so if you guys like... I'm like, my new cake is Celsius. Like, I... Not really new, but like, I love a good Celsius. Um, and I bought a monster today and we literally had a fire drill, like, right before I was about to grab it and go to class. So I was like, all right, it's too pointless right now. So I just went to class anyways. So I have a monster for the morning, so that'll be good. Um, okay. Moving on, um... It's easy to base your worth and other people and what they think. And this is something that I swear I could talk about for the longest time because it's natural. And like, I'm speaking to you right now. It is so natural and so easy to look at someone and be like, oh my gosh, like this girl or this boy is so much better than I am at this. This girl or this boy look either hands, like more handsome than me or more cute than me or more pretty than me. But let me tell you, the way that God sees you is greater than the way that you'll ever see yourself because we're constantly being fed those lies that we're supposed to fit this beauty standard. I know for girls, like being a girl, having the right body or feeling confident in the way that you look, even though maybe you don't look like your roommate or you don't look like your best friend or you don't look like the person, the boy or girl that you're on a sports team with, Like you're not gonna look the same as someone else and that's okay. Your calling is not gonna be the same as someone else and that's okay because God has made you specifically for your purpose in your time. And um, I didn't even like think about talking about this but like it reminds me of Esther 4.14 and it says, it, it talks about how you were like born for such a time as this. And it's crazy that Esther just got brought in my head because it's bringing up a whole new topic with um, the whole Israel thing. And if you wanna hear my opinion on Israel and stuff, I'm gonna tell it to you. But if you want to hear deeper stuff about it, call me, text me. I would love to talk about it. I just, I'm so passionate about it. Keep praying for Israel, y'all. It's crazy. It is insane. Um, But I'm not going to get super into it right now because it really doesn't have a whole bunch to do with it. But when I tell y'all, the book of Esther is exactly what's happening now. And let me be so perfectly clear in telling you that the Jews have victory. And I'm just going to leave it at that because there is so much. But anywho, you were born for such a time as this and Esther was talking about that. And it was just crazy because I'm speaking to you right now. You were born for such a time as this. Maybe you're called to be a teacher. Maybe you're called to be an athlete. Maybe you're called to be a doctor or a dentist or a lawyer. Whatever your calling is, it may not look the same as the person beside you. And quite frankly, I don't think it should because God has created you for a specific reason. And it's time for you to walk in confidence in what you're created to do. So I'm speaking confidence over you right now. Um, if you're feeling the the downgrade of or like the weight I guess of comparison, I'm here to remind you that comparison is the thief of all joy. And um it makes me so happy because one of the classes that I was in last year well, it was peer tutoring and like I just have such a heart for like special needs people. They're they're so bad I grew up with them. They're like literally the coolest people, shout out them. But um, our teacher, he had a sign in the kitchen area and it said comparison is a thief of all joy. And I wish I took a picture of that because that just quote my mom has been telling me that and my dad have been telling me that like since I was little and it's hard to believe it when you're in the middle of it. So if you're in the middle of feeling the transgressions and the weight of constantly trying to compare yourself to other people or trying to like you know be the same as the person beside you I think you're going to be nothing but disappointed because God has not created you to be the person beside you. God has created you for a purpose and you know your purpose. You know your calling and maybe you don't know your calling right now, but that's okay because God is going to reveal it to you. But sometimes it does take praying and asking him, you know, what am I supposed to do? And sometimes you just got to knock yourself in the head and be like, you know, yo, I'm just going to say random, Yo, Ryan, like you are literally so good at this. Like it's time to believe this or like Yo, let me think, what's another, what's a girl name? Yo, Sarah, like if your name's Sarah or Ryan, shout out you. I just ugh, love you. Um, Yo, Sarah, like you are literally so good at this and I know that I have a gift for this, but I don't know how I'm going to use it. Focus on that. God gives us gifts. He gives us desires. He gives us creativity um, for a reason and he wants us to use those gifts and um, comparison is a the thief of all joy. I'm just going to keep saying that because I just need you to get that in your head Joy is going to be stolen from Satan and from the enemy because that's what he comes to do. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and he's going to destroy all your joy if it if it takes anything. Like, if he is going to compare you to the girl beside you or the boy beside you, he's going to do that. I think I'm about to get a text. Hold on. Okay, it actually didn't go through, so that's good. Um, I keep getting so many text messages right now. I'm so sorry. Okay, so comparison is Steve of All Joy, and you were created for a purpose, you were created for a time, and it's going to be really awesome, and I'm excited, and I'm going to have a whole podcast about this, probably multiple, because I just, I talk about desires all the time, God gives us so many of them, and I'm just super excited to hear, so if you guys have questions, or you guys want me to pray over your um, your calling, or you just want to talk about it, hit me up, because I want to talk about it with you. Okay, there's one TikTok that I just now remembered, and I remember seeing it for the very first time, and I don't know if it was, like, you know when you're like, it's, like, nighttime, and you get in your feels, and, like, you're way more, like, oh, my gosh, I'm gonna cry at this. I don't know what it is about nighttime, but everything always happens at night, but I remember, this was probably, like, a year ago, maybe, and I looked at that. It's still in my saved. I bet I could find, like, where it is. I don't know. It's gonna take me a while to do that, so I'm not gonna do that right now, but anywho, it was a TikTok, and I'll tell you what it says. It says if we could see ourselves the way God sees us, we would never live in a single day of doubt or insecurity. And I remember seeing that for the first time and just like crying because if that's not just, I don't know, evidence of how much God loves us and how much purpose he's created for each of us personally and specifically and individually then I don't know what does because he has given you a gift he has given you a calling and he calls you beautiful and he calls you loved he calls you more precious than any jewels and y'all I mean it's so much easier said than done I struggle with this too but like if we could see ourselves the way God sees us we would never live a single day in doubt or insecurity because we would know that God has a personal calling for us and that he's not worried about our future. He's not worried about the way you look. He's not worried about the way you act in front of the people you're trying to impress. So if, if this, is, this is speaking to someone, if you're struggling right now with um, trying to impress people just because you think that they're going to judge you, please get yourself out of that before it hurts you even more because I can promise you the more that you do stuff that you don't want to do, the more weight you're going to feel and the harder it's going to be for you to connect to people on a personal level or to connect to Jesus because he wants you and he wants your vulnerable and authentic self, which again, confidence comes with vulnerability because you have to be vulnerable with yourself and with others and knowing who you are and what your purpose is. And that's kind of a lot of information, but at the same time, God wants you to live your life fully without fear. And the Bible talks about fear and being scared so many times because it is so common. You are not alone when you're feeling fear. You are not alone when you're feeling insecurities and and doubts, but that's not what God wants you to stay in. God does not want you to stay in the insecurity and doubts because he calls you to a higher level than that. You are the head and not the tail. And it's pretty crazy to see how much confidence God will give you if you just ask for it. So if you're struggling with comparison right now, Ask God to take that away from you because he will. And will it come in one day? Maybe not. Maybe you have to work for it. Maybe you have to tell yourself every day, I'm who I am and I'm who I'm called to be. Um, and I'm not going to let anyone else do that, which again, it is so much harder to do. Well, let me just touch on the topic of college because I know a bunch of people from college. Shout out if you're in college. I love you. Woo! Shout out college. Um, Sorry, that was the, probably the cringiest thing I've ever done. But anywho, <laughs> anywho. Okay, I keep saying that, whatever. So, college is a really, really big time of growth and time of, you know, going through those phases of fear and questioning what your worth is and questioning who you are as a person because it's kind of the first time you're, you are like choosing every step of the way. Like, yeah, you have your parents, you can call, but you're living on your own for the first time and all these things you were kind of forced to do. They're your choice, and being compared to other people is so common, because let's be honest, sometimes people are going to be doing bigger things than you, but it doesn't mean that what you're doing is not big, and just because someone has a boyfriend or a girlfriend and you're like, what the heck, literally what am I doing wrong, which is something that I struggle with so bad, because I'll have a whole, guys, I can go to rant about this, so I'm not going to go into it now, but anywho. It has nothing to do with you or your character. It's just where God wants you right now. And if you're questioning who you are, that's okay. You are allowed to have doubts. You're allowed to have questions about who you are, what you're doing, what you're living for, what your life's gonna be about. College has so much pressure on the students for having everything decided, um, you know, like, what am I going to do? What's my husband going to do? What's my wife going to do? What job am I going to do? Like, how much money am I going to make? Where am I going to live? You don't have to know these things right now. You can live in the confidence and knowing that God is going to get you the places that he wants you to be without worrying about every step of the way, which is something that uh, it's, it's like, again, it's easier said than done, but God wants us to live every day for him. And there's a Bible. Oh, where is it? I can't remember what it is. It's, well, I'm talking about Matthew 6. Matthew 6, I bring up all the time because it's talking about the birds in the sky and how much he loves them. And if he dresses the lilies and watches over the birds and feeds them, like how much more does he love you? How much more is he going to take care of you if he he takes care of the birds in the sky and the flowers of the field? Like he loves you so much. And it says, don't worry for tomorrow because tomorrow has its own problems. And that's not to stress you out. It's just be like, hey, yo, like, I don't need to worry about this right now because I'm not supposed to worry about this right now. This is not something I'm supposed to worry about, which is something that anxiety comes in, which I can talk about anxiety for a long time, too, because believe it or not, I went on medicine for anxiety for a very long time because it's a real thing. I am like anxiety and depression are real in comparison and confidence that you lack is very, very influential in the way that you see yourself in the way that you act like anxiety and depression and all these different things where they're, they're biting you and you're constantly, you feel like you're drowning. But let me tell you that confidence in God is what's going to get you up. Confidence in God and God is what's going to save your life. And I know that because I have been there and I have been comparing myself to people and I'm like, oh my, guys, the biggest thing that I've ever compared myself with, and I still do sometimes, is what if God's calling on my life is not big? which is not true. So if you're telling that to yourself, um, delete that from your mind. Beep, 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 delete. That's my little backup thing. Um, because whatever lies Satan is telling you, it's literally just from him trying to distract you from the things that God already has stored for you. He is not surprised by what you're going to do and it's going to be crazy. So, um, I actually looked up the definition like the dictionary definition of confidence and it is like so good because it's just like everything ties back with Jesus and it's just crazy but at the same time it's just like whoa like this is so real so confidence is the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something and it says like the little um what's it called semicolon firm trust the feeling or belief that one can rely on something or someone what are you putting your trust in what are you putting your confidence and your worth in? Because if it, if it's something that is telling you that you're not good enough, then that's where your confidence is gonna come from. Or if you're putting your faith and confidence in your boyfriend or girlfriend, maybe your worth is not gonna be where you want it to be. And that's just because they're not gonna satisfy you. And everyone asks me, like, Hannah, why are you so satisfied with yourself? Like, you've never had a boyfriend. Like, why are you happy the answer is you're not always going to be happy, but you can always have joy because God offers that to us. And I trust that his plan and his purpose for my life is bigger than the things that I want to do, which is hard to accept when you are a planner. Um, a lot of my friends are very big planners and family members, and they want to know everything about everything. And that is so common. It is so normal because let's be honest. I want to know what what my future is going to look like. I want to know if I'm going to be financially stable. I want to know who I'm going to marry. But you can't know that because why else would you have faith? Why would you need to have faith in Jesus if you already knew the answer? So put your, put your confidence in the thing that you want your confidence to look like, if that makes sense. Um, so if your confidence is coming from a TV show, maybe. I don't even know where I was getting with that one. But you know what I mean. Um, cause we were talking in psych, I keep bringing psychology up, which I think it's crazy. Like the stuff we're talking about literally talks like is biblical and they have no idea. Um, like social media influences and how much they, you know, oh my gosh, she has the perfect body or, oh my gosh, he is literally so fit. Like don't compare yourself to people like that because chances are they're lost and they're lonely and they need Jesus as much as we do. And, um, confidence from God is going to be any confidence you have from the world. All right, so I feel like a lot of people know this verse and they're gonna know what it's gonna mean before I even have to explain it. But it's Psalm 139 14. And this is a basic one, but I love this verse because I think there's a reason why everyone knows it because it makes them feel peace. It makes them feel good about themselves. It says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And I know that because your works are good. And just the first part of that I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Y'all, this is not talking about one specific person. If you're listening, this is God speaking truth into your life. He has called you fearfully and wonderfully made. And his works, he does doesn't—he makes no mistakes. So you are not a mistake. The way you look is not a mistake. You don't look any uglier than someone else. Let's be honest. Like, I hate, like, ugly, whatever. But, like, this is so real because... I'm just going to be honest. Like I told you, I like to speak truth. And let's be honest, you feel ugly when you're comparing yourselves to other people. It's normal. And I guarantee the person beside you has had that same thought about someone else. And it is so hard to get that out of your head when you've already told yourself, I'm ugly. I'm not good enough for someone. I'm not good enough to be loved or valued or worthy of something that's bigger than I am. But let me tell you you're fearfully wonderfully made and God created you in a perfect way he already knows who you are he already knows who you're gonna be he already knows who you're gonna be friends with he knows your future family's gonna be he knows everything about you so you don't have to worry about it and you are beautiful you are fearfully wonderfully made you are created for a purpose and you have a purpose if you are still alive right now you still have a purpose. You are called to a higher level. I keep saying that, but you are called to such a high level and it's up to you to decide if you want to live your full potential out in God or if you want to compare yourself to other people and constantly constantly be going in that cycle of, am I good enough? Am I strong enough to do this? Am I fast enough? Am I pretty enough? Am I, you know, like anything you're thinking of, have confidence in knowing who God has called you to be. And it keeps going back to that one quote that I keep telling y'all, like God sees us in a totally different way than the way we see ourselves. And I wish for one second that we that we could see ourselves the way God views us. Um But I mean, again, it's natural to feel ugly. It's natural to not be confident in the things that you're doing. But ask God for that supernatural confidence because he is, and you're beautiful and you're wonderfully made. And it's pretty crazy. I want to bring up cancel culture because... Let's be real. I know a lot of people... I feel like the majority of people listening are probably Gen Z. Maybe I have a few Millennials or Gen X. Maybe some Gen Alpha. I really don't know when the cutoff is for Gen Alpha, but Gen Z for... Gen Z all the way. Gen Z for Jesus, period. I am so obsessed with Gen Z. I think we're the funniest generation. Like, I get, like I don't even know. Like, I tell everyone this, but I genuinely think we are the funniest generation. Like, the jokes we do are freaking hilarious. Um, that one song, Zemi, my roommate, she, she keeps getting annoyed because there's a TikTok that's been stuck in my head. And it's like, you're so grimacing. I just want to suck a grimace shake. And it's like, you're so skibbit. Do you guys know? I don't even know. But like just, like, that is just so funny because it's, like, so stupid. Like, why am I singing this stupid song right now? I don't know, but Gen Z for Jesus, period. But one of the bad things about the culture that we live in is that they're, they're so, some people are so easy to cancel people for saying something that could be slightly offensive or, you know, doing something that is slightly wrong in one person's eyes. So, um, cancel culture is very demonic, and I'm straight to say this, but being confident in who you know that you are is going to save you from a lot of heartache. And cancel culture is very, very easy to be like, oh, you're not doing this a certain way. Boop, you're out. Go ahead and get out of here. But guess what? That is not who God calls you to be. God does not cancel anyone. So if you're listening and you're like, I don't even know who Jesus is, guess what? that's totally okay. But if you want to know who Jesus is, he is not a God who is shameful of the things that you do. In fact, he really, really wants you. He wants you so bad that he died on the cross for you. And if you're listening, he died for you. And cancel culture, you know, it might have some power in the world, but it has no power in the kingdom of God. So with that being said, don't be afraid of, you know, being canceled for the stuff that you believe. Like, um, I don't really know where I'm getting with this, but I just, like, heard cancel culture. Um, Be confident in who God says you are. I'm not saying go in the streets and bash people because that's also not what Jesus did. Jesus is a gentle God who loves his people, and you are his people. If you're listening right now, he loves you because you are his, and that is just something that you can't change. Nothing can separate us from the love that God has for us, and that should give you the confidence to live out the way that you know you're supposed to live. If you have a little bit of confidence in yourself, it is not bad to have. It is not bad to not always stay humble about the things you're supposed to do because how else are you supposed to get there? You know what I mean? Um, and like if it feels weird because like when I was auditioning for Survivor, it's like, you have 60 seconds to sell yourself. And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, well, there's a lot about myself that I can sum up, and I don't know how to do it in 60 seconds. And I'm like, uh, should I brag? Uh, yeah. How else am I supposed to get on Survivor? Which, by the way, guys, I really want to be on it. So I'm feeling like, not like stressed. Cause like if I'm on it, like super dope, du- like super dope, like super cool. If I'm not, whatever, it is what it is. But anywho, be confident in yourself. If you know you have a talent, if you know you have a gift, and you know it's from God, use that to your advantage to advance His kingdom. Does that make sense? Do it. Also, I've, I'm so passionate. I say this every week, but you are supposed to, I'm a firm believer at least, of doing the things that you love. Like if you have a gift and you love doing that, do it. No one's stopping you from do it. No one's telling you you have to work a corporate job. And if you do, that's great. But no one's telling you that you have to work a job because you're scared of money. You're scared of financial issues because God wants you to live the way that he has given you to live. That didn't really make any sense, but you guys are going to know what I mean. Free will is a real thing, and, uh, I'm glad that we have it, so period. Moving on. Um, so being confident in who you are also means to block out the lies of the world or the thoughts that you are having of not being good enough, and I keep bringing it back to comparison, but Satan will literally eat you up until you finally keep telling yourself, I'm not worthy. Like, I'm not good enough. Oh, I'm not a good enough Christian, guess what? God doesn't call me to be a good enough Christian. He doesn't even call me to do a specific thing. All he wants us to do is to know him and love him and know that he is the Lord of everyone. And that's it, okay? Or if like, oh my gosh, I'm not good enough for a girl or I'm not good enough for a boy guess what? You don't have to be good enough for them. Because if you're waiting for someone who's going to be the right one, God's going to give it to you. And he always exceeds expectations. He always does. If it's from him, he's going to exceed expectations. Because he's a good God. He loves us and he cares for us. Um, Or if you're like, oh my gosh, I'm not good enough in the job or the occupation I'm going to do. God does not call the qualified. He qualifies the called. And I know that's such a cliche thing to hear. And we hear it all the time. It's like little quotes or whatever. But there's nothing more true than that. God does not want you to be good enough for Him because that's not what He wants. He wants the people who don't think they're good enough because those are the people that He wants to use. If you're listening and you're like, oh my gosh, but like, I don't have a gift. Like, I'm not loud enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not good enough. You are good. And those lies and those thoughts are literally from the pit of hell. And they need to leave because they're actually not welcome. So period. Um, um, There's just so much that I can say about confidence but just walk into the room as just as if Jesus sent you there because that's pretty much the answer god gave you a purpose for living he gave you a a life to live he's given you lungs to breathe and friends to talk to friends to minister to friends to share life with and have fun with y'all I have a firm believer in having fun like y'all hear this all the time I love life I think it's so much fun not every day you know sometimes I'm not gonna lie like yesterday was a really really hard day just because I was feeling like this sounds so stupid I had like such bad FOMO we do something called shenanigans and sororities and I was like y'all I auditioned this is or tried out I, listen I tried out, got the dance on Splat, and I got so nervous because the boys were in there watching, and i like, I was getting so nervous about it, so I was like, audition, I was like, all right, I'm done, like, please don't put my name down, but I had such bad fomor about it, not every day is gonna be the best day, and that's, that's okay, you know, you know why, your relationship with Jesus is a relationship like any other relationship you're gonna have, I just had a relationship like five times in one sentence, but disregard, um, It's gonna be up and down. You're gonna have days where you don't feel like you're super close to him and you're gonna have days where you feel like he's your best friend. And that's kinda how it's gonna be because we are made for relationships and Christianity is not religion. It is actually the reason why people, a lot of people leave Christianity because of the religious part of it. And guess what? God does not want it to be religion. He wants it to be relationship with him because that's all he wants from us. He wants a real relationship with him and he wants us to trust him that he knows what's up. He, God already knows what's up and we're not surprised by it. He's not surprised by it. He's really cool and he's really dope. And if you don't know him and want to know him, please reach out to me because that's my favorite thing to talk about. You are not a burden to reach out to me. Please know that you are not a burden. Like when I tell y'all this is my favorite thing to talk about, please reach out to me. So, um, yeah, I'm just so excited. With that being said, I'm going to wrap up this podcast. I am so glad that you guys were here and listening and talking about confidence with me. I know it's kind of deep. I say this about every podcast, but I feel like it just always gets deep because this is what people are craving. Y'all, I know that people are craving the Holy Spirit and craving things that people don't normally talk about, and I'm here to talk about it because... Like I said, I want to be real. I want to be honest with y'all because we don't hear that a lot. So, with that being said, thank you so much for joining in and for listening. If you guys don't follow me on Instagram, it's humble or sit down be humble pod. I would love to get coffee with you. Reach out to me. Um, I want to talk to you. If you guys want to, you know, meet up for coffee, I love a good local thing, or FaceTime me or call me, y'all just shoot me a text, shoot me a DM, send me any prayer requests you have because I'm here for you. I'm interceding for you and I'm praying for you in your life. Um, Thanks for joining in. I love you guys and stay tuned for next week because it's going to be really fun.